Hello, and welcome to the Veronida podcast. I'm your host, Tiz, and together we're going to dive into the world of digital marketing, advertising, privacy, and how all of this ties to the blockchain. Before we get started, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Varanida underscore V-A-D or find us online at Varanida.com. We've got a bit of a different episode this week. Our founder, Angie, was in New York a few weeks ago to take part in Blockchain Week. During the course of the week, he met with another of our advisors, Steve Amani, to chat about all things data privacy, advertising and Varanida. This is a slightly edited 15-minute conversation with a fascinating range of topics, and we thought that you, our community and listeners, would enjoy hearing more about it. So without further ado, here's Angie's conversation with Steve Amani. Hello, Varanida community. I'm here in uh, New York with uh, Steve Amani. Hi. Steve is a long-time friend. We've been uh, knowing each other for the past uh, 15 years now. We're getting old. And uh, I'm here with him to uh, to get a bit more uh, sense of uh, his background, uh, his role at Varanida, and uh, share it uh, with you guys. So, uh, Steve, please, for, for the community, can you can you tell us a little bit more about you, your background, and so on? For sure. So, um, yes, I'm a senior manager at uh, Comcast NBC Universal. I've been working for the company for the past 10 years in various roles in finance and strategy. So uh, really my role consists of reviewing the trends in the media industry and kind of like uh, identify the opportunities and the risk for the businesses. Um, so I've been doing that for the past 10 years. The last three years were in New York and I'm still in New York. Uh, before that, I spent about seven years in pa- in uh, London. And before joining NBC Universal, I worked at GE Capital in Paris. Uh, so that's for my background. That's for what I'm doing at Vianida. I've been helping with uh, the business plan, the financial forecast, uh, the, the a little bit on the structure of the ICO. I'm really looking at anything business related, obviously with your help and, and some other people in the team as well. Yeah, great, great work on the strategy side as well. Uh, we, we knew each other. So when I, I asked you to, 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 to get uh, on board with a project and help us, you were all in. Yeah, uh, and I so, thank you yeah. for that. And, and can you tell, tell us a little bit more about what excites you about, about the project, about uh, what you think it can make for, for, for the industry? Yeah, I, I think, you know, even if I had not known you, I think I would have been part of this project if it had been uh, offered to me. Uh, really what I'm excited about in this project is this whole concept around the data and how we protect the, the, the user data. You obviously have heard about the Facebook scandal. This is something that Varanida had seen before, had seen coming, if you want. Obviously, uh, data breach are very difficult to avoid. At NBC Universal, I, I worked a little bit in internal audit and uh, reviewed some of the technology that we have. We used to say we can't avoid a breach. It's impossible to avoid a data breach. What you can do is minimize the risk and then have a plan on how to react when when a data breach occurs. Um, that's the first data breach that Facebook or the first significant data breach that Facebook has encountered. Uh, it's not going to be the last one and, and there will be many more. And uh, I think, you know, Varanida has uh, found a way to offer a solution that protects the, the data of the user. Uh, and that's the one thing I'm the most excited about. Great. <coughs> and so <clears throat> what um, so you, you, you feel like uh, we are definitely solving something that is important to you and that, that aspect is definitely a key for, for, for the whole industry, but also for, for the users. They are, they are building and, and they want to own 
their own data. Um, and so <clears throat> relate that to, to the current industry status and uh, what are you seeing as the main issues uh, in, the, in the media advertising all this, all this space. What, what do you see as uh, the biggest issues for on your perspective? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take the publisher's perspective because obviously that's what NBC Universal is about. And I would say, as a publisher in the digital world, it's very difficult to make money right now. One of the main way you can make money is by being shocking. By really, you try, you need to try because of how Facebook and Google have forced the way through the, the through this business world, <coughs> digital world, uh, they basically force you to 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 have scale to make money because they pay you on every ad you watch. They pay you based on volumes. They don't pay you based on the quality of your content. You need to attract as many people as possible. And that's why you will make a shock statement if you're in the news industry because it's going to attract people. But then when they're going to read the content, it's not as attractive. And that's an, that's an issue for quality publishers like NBC Universal, but any other, every other quality publishers out there, because really we want to provide quality to the user, but we are not paid well when we do that. We have seen, and, I, and I'm talking about the news industry because my last role right now is in, as a, I'm working the global strategy and business development team for the news industry. And we're seeing all those investigative journalism disappear. It's just... One of those things that is this, the saddest thing in the industry, because that's the one, certainly as a user, personally, that's the one type of news I enjoy the most. I enjoy the news of the quality news that takes time to put together, um, but that you may read uh, on, on one single page in, in, on the Internet, where you can only have maybe one display banner. And that's where uh, there is an issue with the current business model, because it's not monetized well enough. Vanilla, I think, has got a way to sort of like help improve the, the business and i think it's a revolution uh, in, in in this industry yeah no that, that's great so we kind of like the, the the world industry had to balance from to shift from quality to quantity right mm -hmm, absolutely and and this is this is an issue because right now the the main users are internet users are watching or are reading low quality content mm -hmm. uh, but that's because of, of uh, the ad, the the ad networks model, and the business yeah. model yeah um, and so you you said uh, Varanida is is made to build um, a better solution and a, and a better offering um, an alternative solution for for publishers can you tell us uh, a little bit more about how how you see it from from your your point of view that that Varanida can help publishers yeah uh, for sure so, so the first thing, obviously, you know, we if you're sort of paying, so Vanida offers to pay twice the amount that we would get with the current uh, current model of current network, uh, and that's because they will reduce the waste within the value chain and uh, essentially reduce the number of intermediaries, and we will end up with more money. So that's that's the number one way to help publishers is give them more money for the same amount of space on the web page or, or website and all of that. So. That's one great way. But the other way is they offer alternative or new ways, innovative way to interact with the user. So you get, for example, as a publisher, the way uh, you, you, you will be able to encourage your audience or the, or the users to interact with you by the way of service or by having some uh, pop-up questions that pop up after a video where they can just uh, answer one or two questions and the user can be monetized if you want to or, or you, you could also have some money f for the publishers uh, out of this. So I think this is a great way uh, for publishers to get to to win in that space. Excellent. 
so so you also helped me and and work with the team on the structuring the business plan and the financial forecast for for the project mm -hmm. and also the business model so your expertise uh is especially in the finance structure structure and strategy so can you tell Can you tell us a little bit more about about uh, this this work you've done and why it's so important uh, for for startup, either blockchain startup or not? Uh, but uh, why do you feel it's 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 key? I think you know a business that make that don't make money is going to be a business that's gonna die in a few years. Yeah. And obviously we don't want that for Bayan <coughs> either. So uh, that's the reason we've been so financially disciplined in, in the way we build this business plan and and the different business model around it. Um, in year one we will be profitable. Um, and that's really key to this project is like we won't have this time where you need to sort of like cover your losses and then break even and, and then sort of bounce back we'll be profitable in year one which is great and i think you know generally you know once you're financially stable then you just need to have a sustainable way to make money over the long term and that's what we have at Viany, that we have three different revenue streams the number one revenue stream is going to be a network fee so every time you use the network you, you do a transaction there will be a very 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 small fee for that That's going to help us cover the cost, um, or certainly the network cost. We also have some other costs around marketing and uh, compensation and benefits uh, that we will cover with other revenue streams. So, for example, we'll have the um, we will offer the advertiser to manage their campaign for them. Most advertisers that use uh, all the current networks already outsource this type of work. Uh, they pay between 10 and 20 percent of. Uh, 10 and 20% of their budgets or of their advertising budget uh, on those type of services. At Vianida, we have two leaders that have built the DAWs.com platform, which basically essentially do that, and that's Angie and Fauzi. And uh, we will leverage the works they've done before and the investments they've done before to offer a competitive rate, basically on that lower end that I was talking about of 10 to 20%. We'll make money there, offering those services to advertisers. Um, that want to, to invest in the Vianida network. So the third way we will make money is by uh, essentially offering some help to corporate, both publishers and advertisers, mm. uh, who wants to build application on the Vianida protocol. And uh, that's really going to be key to, to the development of Vianida, to be able to offer the services because advertisers and publishers may not have the skill in-house to do that work themselves or, the, or you know, the, the best knowledge to do it. So we will help them there, but we'll, we'll get a compensation for it. So that's how we will make money is really building, we'll build the infrastructure. And then once the infrastructure is there, we'll let the network work for itself, but we'll build uh, application and features around it. So so that's going to be, that's going to be key to, to the development of Vianida. Yeah, no, very sure. No, I think that the, the I really, really, really excited about the, the application opportunities for our protocol uh, because the matter with publishers and advertisers today is also that because of this current business model uh, with quantity is, is, is more uh, rewarded than quality, they just stopped innovate uh, in, the, in the advertising format. So you mm -hmm. all get, we all get these boring banners, but you, we never get experience. Uh, advertising experience. Thank you uh, for mentioning that uh, that part of our business model. So you mentioned it uh, quickly, but uh, also what can uh, what is helping us to cover our cost uh, of uh, launching the project and and being uh, not uh, subject to to have losses in the first year is obviously uh, running the the ICO. Absolutely. And so you you did a great job um, at um, at planning that and 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 structuring it, which is a very, very hard exercise. So we are seeing a lot of ICO scam right now. We are seeing a lot of 
projects that do not size the right way. So I'm not saying we are doing everything fine, but uh, at least we try our best. Um, and with Steve, uh, we work on that long nights. So can you tell uh, a bit more about why you think the, the ICO funding model is, is important and how it can help the project on top of just bringing uh, money in uh, for developing the project, but how, how it can help and, and uh, what, are, what are maybe the, the components of our own ICO that, that you feel it's important to mention to, uh, to the audience? Sure. So I think, you know, generally ICOs, there are pros and cons. Um, you know, I'm not 100% convinced that, I'm not basically saying it's perfect, mm -hmm. but there, there's definitely some pros and and I think for the for this project it was the right route. It mm -hmm. was the, the right way to do to do it. Uh, I think you know obviously the the main pros of an ICO is you start your project with a big size of funds. We obviously started a little bit earlier than uh, before. Well, we haven't done the ICO yet. We've already started working, mm -hmm. but we are just not paid. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, we are putting we are putting more we're effort just, into it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but um, the idea the idea of an ICO is you start and you already have the funds, so you can then start building the way you you know the best quality product that you that you really envision, and that's what we are aiming for. You know, we will do the best quality product. That's what we want to do. And in terms of like the other thing that is exciting about an ICO is it gives you or it gives the business the opportunity to invite other people, essentially the community, to participate into the project uh, financially. And, and that's, uh, that's what, you know, what, that's the reason at Varnida we've decided to put the token sell ratio or the, token, the, the part of the token sell as high as possible. So we will offer 67% of the token. Uh, for sell during the ICO, basically on the high end of all the ICOs that we've seen, but we'll also give two percent extra um, as a bounty, you know, as a bounty for to, to sort of help incentivize people that that help us throughout the project as well. So it's basically sixty nine percent of the tokens that will be distributed mm -hmm. to the community. So that's publishers, users, advertisers, anyone that wants to be involved in the project, and uh, and I think you know that's great because. Uh, at the end of the day, what we're building at Vianida is more than just a product, a protocol, a network. It's a community first. It's like people that come together to revolutionize this internet that is broken. Um, so I think, you know, that's the reason that I'm very excited about this, uh, the way we've structured it. No, I definitely agree. I think that the power of the of the ICO, I've, I've seen how, how difficult uh, it's like traditional funding is difficult, but the yeah. relation you, you may have with people... Uh, funding you is maybe there is a vision issue or maybe like a, a governance issue and here i think uh with ico and with tokenized business model as we we plan to to have it with uh with varanida is that you incentivize every every user every uh stakeholders of the network uh, which i think is is very very powerful for the for running uh the business for running the project mm -hmm. um I think we we done a pretty good job at covering uh, the topics I, I wanted to to share with you. But do you have like any anything you would like to to mention or to? Yeah, I think outside of Vanida, I think people you know you're watching this this video, so you're interested in in Vanida, hopefully, but uh, more generally in the blockchain industry. I would I, I would urge people to get involved. I mean, again. Uh, this project was very relevant to my experience, so I thought, you know, that was a good opportunity for me to get involved. Um, but I think it's important that everyone 
that is interest, interested in this industry start as early as possible to sort of involve themselves. If it's not with this project, it's with any other project, you know, it doesn't matter. But as long as you help the industry go forward and really fix the, the problems we're seeing out there, I think uh, I, I would, you know, I would like to see more people being involved and, and encourage people to do so because it's great for your learning, for your development, but also more generally for this, uh, for the world we live in. So uh, that's that's the few words I would say. Yeah, no, I think it's very, very inspiring and um, I'm very happy you joined the project. And, and I hope uh, yeah, some of uh, the people watching or listening to the to the podcast will uh, will also join us either by with with your time with your expertise um or sharing this this uh, video this podcast with uh, uh with your social media uh thank you very much for watching and listening and uh, thank you uh steve uh, no thank, thank you, you ng thank you everyone and and uh, as we say get involved <laughs> see you soon see you go varanida go varanida If you're listening to this as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, make sure to subscribe and feel free to leave us a review. Otherwise, catch us on Anchor under the username Varanida or anchor.fm slash Varanida. On Anchor, you can interact with us and share your questions and thoughts. And every few weeks, we'll take your questions and respond in a Q&A. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Varanida underscore VAD or find us online at varanida.com.